I had a little experience at work. So I've been modeling now for mm, like nearly 15 years and have never, ever had a problem with my nipples. But of late, <laughs> like these drugs, these hormones have made my nipples so enormous and hard, like pointing out. I don't know. What would you say they look like? You're like a fembot. Right, fembot. It's so large and stick out just, and you could just there's a snap lot. them off. And they're yeah. so They could painful. cut glass. You could. Hi, I'm Hayley. And I'm Fiona. And welcome to, to What the, the IVF. IVF. Episode 7. Still going strong. Still going. Still, <laughs> and still going. And still Full going. stop. Full strong, stop. questionable. <laughs> we'll um. see. Uh, this episode is, well, this is a pretty uh, jam-packed one full of lots of things, but uh, we're going to talk about our egg collection where we dive in and extract those babies from Fee and um, then all the things that led up to it, the strangers that she enlisted to jab her with needles and the weird things that happened on her modelling shoots because of the needles she's been jabbed with <laughs> and uh and the time we called an emergency nurse in tears for absolutely no reason. But we'll tell you all about that over the course of this episode. So sit tight and tune in. So the week before the egg collection, we had a scan and I actually convinced Haley this time to come with me. I thought it'd be really romantic and I thought it'd be amazing for her to actually be able to like see the follicles and... That kind of thing. So dragged her out of bed. At what time? I don't know, honey. I, it, it was, was 6 a.m. <laughs> it was early. It was early. And I'm working like six days a week at the moment. So that was great. But she came. Love. Which was really good. I did. And we got to the clinic and, of course, they were like, sorry, ma'am, you can't come in. Because of, of, of COVID. So she had to sit out in the hallway. Yeah. Watch sunrise from an empty hallway in Manly. It was great. Loved yeah. it. <laughs> so I was half an hour <laughs> drinking my coffee by myself. So I was in there on my own, but um, yeah, we saw I had four big follicles. Had, no, she described them as juicy, four big juicy follicles. But mm-hmm. I'll admit, um, I look, it's really hard. You just get, I, you know, it's a little bit disappointing, a little bit disheartening to only have gotten four. I was. You know, I was like, surely there's more in there. I actually said to her, like, is, like <laughs> keep looking. Keep, maybe like <laughs> dig a scout, bit further. <laughs> go a bit deeper. <laughs> and she said, oh, the other, there's, there was other ones there, but they were really small. And she said, look, this was on the Friday. And she's like, I think by the, the size of the ones you've got, we're going to have to um, have them out on Monday. So I don't know. I was in my mind, I was like, maybe over the weekend, like a few of those other ones might get a bit bigger. I don't know. I think the way I described it though, when because you came out and you were a bit disappointed, I was like, the the way I described it was, if you look at a street and you see four tiny houses, yeah, like it's you know it's crap. But if you look at the other side of the street and there's four mansions, that's that's great. And I was like, look at the side of the street that has four mansions. You've got four mansions inside you. <laughs> what? That's and that, that is why I love you because this makes no sense. Like to me, that actually makes. No I'm like, sense. stop looking at the side that has small houses. Look at the side that has four mansions. I don't know. I thought that was a really good analogy. I was like, oh you're my looking gosh. at the wrong side of the street, babe. You gotta look at the side that's got the mansions. That's Double Bay. You're looking. I'm. Um, I do not know. Looking in the middle of but uh, but f nowhere. <laughs> well, anyway, I 
was a little bit disappointed, but, you know, have to just like push through that and focus on what was to come next. So um, we were then told that I think that afternoon actually we got the call that we were going to get them out on the, the Monday. Monday. Yeah. And so we got an email sent through uh, to our – we've got a little joint email with all the instructions because we were given the trigger, which was the um, – what's it called? Of drill. Of a drill? Yeah, I think it's of yeah, drill. Yeah, drill trigger. Yeah, the trigger tr- injection. And the woman kind of uh, – well, they emailed us about it and then the woman on the Saturday called me and said verbally on the phone – and I hadn't really read – this is – this is the problem. This with is the problem. She so won't I read things because she had said we'll call you with all the instructions. So the email came through, and I didn't actually read it. Like I was waiting for the phone call. So on Saturday, the phone rings. Answer it. She's like, "Okay, so you're going to take the the trigger the trigger tonight at about two a.m. and then that's it. And then nothing Sunday. No more drugs. And then you'll come in." At three, two o'clock in the afternoon on Monday to on have Monday to have the to have it extracted. And so in my mind, I was like, "Yep, clear as a bell. That's crystal clear. I get it. Easy. Set annoying. Alarm. Yeah, annoying. Set the alarm for late. two a.m. We'll Set wake up. Do the yep. trigger. All good. And then two a.m. rolls around. Alarm has been set. We stumble out of bed. I bring it into the room. Haley wakes up, does it for me because I'm just a bit useless and. And then we're lying back down. I was pretty much back to sleep. And then Haley turns to me and she's like, babe, are you sure it was 2 a.m. tonight? Like it just feels too early to have taken it. And I'm lying there and I'm like, yeah, babe, it's fine. But then that little niggling like uncertainty that fills your brain at 2 a.m. just started to I, I just wa- to wash check. over me. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, surely, like, in my head I was just laying there thinking, sure, no, she would have read, like, the instructions. You told me that the lady had emailed instructions and then you were like, yep, and I spoke to her on the phone. I was like, yep, I've got full faith in Fee. She knows exactly what she's doing. Well, you obviously didn't because why did you ask me that? Well, I I had – I just was like – I was like, oh, just double check. You know, there's no no harm in asking. I had full faith in myself until you asked me at 2 a.m. Was I sure that that was the right time? Like, (laughs) surely you would have asked me that when I was setting my alarm for 2 a.m. I don't think it really crossed my mind. I was like, oh, I just I didn't had didn't have any doubt, and then I was like, it's two a.m. in the morning. I don't know, just something made me ask. Well, then I don't know. something filled me with with complete fear and dread at two a.m. And I went, oh my gosh, I'm gonna. You've now made me question if I've got this right. So then I'm trying to get at like the email up on my phone, and there's all these codes and. All this stuff to try trying and to get onto get. an IVF email is like trying to <laughs> detangle a spider web of a thousand spiders. Like it with is all the codes joke. and the access passwords, and oh my gosh! So anyway, we eventually got it up, and then, well, I gave it to, actually. I handed the phone to you to unlock so I could get into the emails, mm. and I kind of thought that you would have had a read of the email, but you didn't. So then you hand it to me, well, and I didn't then of know course, what email I was looking for. I was like, oh, I'll just give it to you back to you anyway. <laughs> anyway, the tennis so, between the phone continued. Yeah, and then so I pull up this email and somehow my brain at that o'clock in the morning read. You read it and like said, I've done it wrong. And I just, I was like, you're kidding. And my, I just went cold and I was, I literally just started crying, like <laughs> sobbing. I was like, shit. You were so, mad, you were so mad, mad at me. Like I could just feel the waves of oh, anger. Like you were like, like, I can't even talk to you right now. I was like, 
Oh, and, and I just sobbed. Basically, I it went like I was like, "Don't be mad, Haley. Just stay calm. You can't be mad at her. We need to keep positive vibes. Positive vibes. Four <laughs> mansions on the street. Positive vibes. Like just trying to think but, of anything and everything. But I basically, to stay just we then I just cried all night long. And then when it rolled around to about seven a.m., I got up. I found the number for the emergency contact number, and I rang, and the nurse picked up. And I just burst into tears and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm taking my trigger too soon. Oh my God, I ruined it or everything. All I, this stuff. I was listening, you sitting on the toilet calling the nurse. Like, I'm so <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's like this poor nurse has got like kids running around in she the background. Did, like she's kids. obviously at home and she's like, oh God, she's trying like, to calm, calm you down. down. She's like, calm down, calm down. I'm going to look up your file. Look, if you have, we can try and schedule to cut you to come in today. Like just, just calm down. And I, so I did calm down. Anyway, she called me back like 20 minutes later and she's like, I've had a look at your files. You've taken the trigger at the right time now. Just calm down. It's okay. I'm like, you're kidding. Oh my God. That what I went through all night long. Like I have never beaten myself up so much. I was like, you have just taken so many needles and done so much to your body and you've just ruined it in one foul swoop. But it wasn't, it was all wrong. It was all fine. lesson learned, read your emails. Lesson learned, don't listen to wifey at 2am, just Are go you with your gut. I was just saying like, <laughs> you know, just double check. Look, I think still it's a lesson I learned. I think double lesson check. learned, you should double check all our emails. Do not rely upon me. That is a really crap lesson. <laughs> and I feel like that responsibility just falls straight on me. So then on the Sunday, we basically went back to bed and Sunday was a bit of a non-event. But in all honesty, all I could think about was the fact that the next morning – this sounds terrible. I was going to go under. I was really excited. Yeah, about. the medicated nap. Yeah, the medi- I don't know about anyone else and I don't know if it makes me sound like I'm a, some kind of druggie, but I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be going under. I am so excited. Like I actually love it. I think you end up only going under for like five minutes though, isn't it? It's, it's oh, I think quick. it's like probably like 15 minutes or something. It's not long, but still it's great when the needle goes in and then you just like Like count melt. back to from 10, you're like, shh, I'm <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> So I was just looking forward to that. So then Sunday night I was like, oh, I'm going to like, this is all happening tomorrow. I was really excited. And then uh, what's, yes, Monday rolled around and we were having it in the afternoon and you, did you leave work early? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I left work early to pick to come pick you up. Cause yeah, so you, I taxied there. You taxied and I said I'll come pick you up after because yeah. I knew. Because the last time I'd been fine, so yeah, so. you were full. Yeah, you were fine because they put you under. Yeah, and then this, and I was also like, "There's no point in being there because I can't even go in." Yeah, true. I'd probably say he's stand outside so, in the cold. So I was like, yeah. mm, "No thanks." Yeah. So I went by myself this time, and yeah, I got there, and the doctor's like, "Just letting you know, um, you know, we're ready to for twilight sedation." I'm like, "What? No, I, um, <laughs> what? You, no? Where's the drugs?" You, like I'm going under. He's like, no, no, no. We spoke about this. And I'm like, surely not. Like, I'm pretty sure I would remember you telling me I'm not going to be asleep. I'm going to be fully awake for this. He's like, not fully awake. You'll feel like you've had a glass of champagne. I'm like, champagne doesn't even touch my sides. Like, let's be honest, mate. (laughs) You're going to be doing things to me that I really don't want to be awake for. But at that point it was obviously too late. Too late. So I like, I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing that I didn't know that I wasn't going under, but I was just like, very got very nervous very quickly and I was just like oh my gosh oh my gosh anyway they I gowned up and they they took me in and they gave me my little I think it was fentanyl a little what is that of fentanyl is that the stuff that you get when you're in an ambo yeah right yeah so it it literally just made me feel slightly giddy 
but I remembered everything. <laughs> Again, just like you've had a glass of champagne. Yeah. And I mean, it wasn't terrible. I don't know. I just, something about the whole experience, it was actually not that bad, but part of me was like, I just don't want to be awake just, for this. You just don't really want to see a giant rod being put up Well, I, I turned away. He's like, you can see, you can watch what's going on. And I was like, no, 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 God, I I'm really don't want to see it. And as well, they've got to do like both sides. Like I think they're stabbing things inside you. Like I tried to do research on what they're actually doing to me and it's probably best they you pinch don't. or they stab the follicles. to the, They squeeze the yeah follicles to get the eggs out. Just not. I think that's right. It's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, I got four eggs out of that little yeah. go. So. Um, the big four. The big four. Yeah. yeah. Which um, we kind of already sort of knew because they said you'd had four follicles and we're like, that. I think that generally means that you're going to have that number of eggs. Yeah, I think it? so. I don't think many follicles have got two eggs in them. I don't know. I we're don't not, know. We're, we're not scientists. Ex- we're not experts, experts obviously. Clearly tell. <laughs> but they but yeah, you called me and you sounded pretty disappointed. And I was like, yeah, don't, I was pretty sad. Like, you know, I keep trying to remind you, it just takes one. Yeah. Just and takes my one. Sister, the same. Yeah, you, well, I came and picked you up. You were pretty, you seem, oh actually no, you were in a oh, bit of pain. I was in a fair amount of pain this time. A lot more pain actually than last time. Like I was really crampy. And it was really awful. They'd put me in like a a chair. With oh, I wasn't yeah. wearing pants. This is so glamorous. <laughs> and when when I had to get up to move, they I had obviously like leaked blood everywhere, and there was just like there was like a like a white towel or something down on the yeah. Chair. They put like what the, like, those like piddle pads that you have for puppies. Yeah, it was piddle pad puppies. Yeah, it's like a piddle pad for puppies. <laughs> like bled all over. It was really awful. Oh man, they must. Deal but some as well, weird the stuff. other thing that happened is I have a really really slow heart rate, and I set off all the alarms on all the machines. Like when they were doing the procedure, he's like, can someone talk to her because her heart rate is at like 41 beats per minute. And I'm like, mate, that's completely normal. No need for alarm. Like I have in the past been told I've got a very slow heart rate. Like I'm barely alive. Like it's lucky that I'm in. Yeah. I, it's, it's lucky just, we've made it to episode seven. Like I'll go to training at like or like wherever I train and if you're wearing heart rate monitor, you see everyone's heart rates up on the screen and mine will be like – cruising around at 40, 50 beats per minute. Everyone's up at like 90 in anticipation of training. I'm like barely alive. <laughs> Everyone's like as well, you must be super fit. You must be an athlete. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm a plus size model. Yeah, I'm like, so I'm, I'm going to say it's a hard no. My doctor said to me, it's because you've got a big heart. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll take that. But <laughs> Big heart? But I've been You're on Dr. Right? Google lately and I'm actually starting to think that I might have a, um, what's it called? The a slow heart? No, the um, underactive thyroid. Oh, like right. I have a lot of those symptoms. So. I feel like Dr. Google is Anyway, not- we're really veering off track, me and my ailments. We'll um, add that to the list of things that you need to go see a doctor about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so I didn't, didn't, I survived. My heart continued to beat. It is even still beating. Even though it was very slow and setting off the machine. It probably still is sitting around 40, but we're still here, still yes. kicking. Yes. And we had four lovely- Juicy eggs collected. So at that point, I was pretty excited. I was like, four eggs. I know that we got five last time and you were a bit disappointed that we only had four this time, but I was like, I don't care. This time, I just, I feel good about it. And I I don't know, I think I just try and stay positive 24-7. Yeah, and I mean, I was still doing all the things, trying to do all the things. Like I was still seeing Jeff, the acupuncturist, twice a week, still taking all those hideous herbs, still doing all the things. Yeah, and Um, it's at this point that you – 
I've told like you kind of just have to hang out and your your eggs go into that petri dish with the um, donor sperm and you know no I, they the, don't they ixy it oh, they ix they use so ixy fries so they f- basically force the egg and the sperm <laughs> to get together like you will match yeah so <laughs> our um yeah we at this point we were just sort of just sitting around waiting for the next few days well, to see how our little embryos well I was actually quite relieved this time so instead of being given the suppositories I was given last time the oh yeah that didn't happen this time which I was very grateful for because if you know what I'm talking about when I say they are just like a messy not very pleasant situation no one likes suppositories tsunami in the pants kind of situation at any given time which is not great for anyone no one likes that so this time around, they actually told me to take the ov of drill, yeah, but like small, like very, very small. small dosage. Of yeah, it, so I took it bit beforehand and then a bit little after, bit after the yeah. transfer. So much better alternative, I think, than the yeah. tsunami and I pants. Didn't I? Don't think I was as crazy. Like, oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you were you I, were actually great. You I were feel like good. I was a little bit more stable than I was last time. I definitely was much more affected last time, and I feel like. Yeah, well, it was also your first time, I think, this time around. It was a bit – like you kind of knew what was coming. We sort of knew that we had a, we had to then wait a few days to see how the embryos would, would grow. So, um, but, yeah, you were – it was – But I was, it was well. I was like a bit busier. I had some work on, which was really good. Yeah, work, Actually, work had started to pick up, which was great. I had a little experience at work. So I've been modelling now for – like nearly 15 years and have never ever had a problem with my nipples but of late (laughs) like these drugs these hormones have made my nipples so enormous and hard like pointing out I don't know what would you say they look like you're like a fembot Right, Fembot. It's so large and stick out, just, and you could just there's snap a lot. them off, and they're yeah. so they could cut glass. You could, and they're so <laughs> incredibly painful. Like I cannot, like even putting a bra on just hurts. Like you can't touch them. Anyway, I'm at work and I'm trying to work, and the photographer's like, mm, "We have a slight issue here. We can see your nipples through your top, and through like, the top, and through the bra, through the bra." And I wear a padded bra at work. And I've never had a problem. So the stylist then had to go <laughs> rummage through their kit and find a second padded bra and I had to wear a second bra over my bra all day to hold these giant, giant nipples in. You know what, like, scene I'm thinking of is, like, you know in Austin Powers where the fembots, like, they, they start shooting smoke. people? That's what – when you told me that, it's the first thing I was like, she's a fembot. <laughs> Not as glamorous uh, oh, on the shoot I was on, but it was just – I was so mortified. I was like, this is just so embarrassing. And also, like, your nips aren't exactly even, so – well, that's the other thing. They're not even. So one was like up in the air and one was like pointing down at the ground. So oh, it was just viewed. like our listeners. <laughs> oh, boy, are they treated uh, to some ju- the juicy stories. The gems, the gems. The real gems. So we then were tossing up around with the ideas of do we genetically test? Oh, yeah, so this question, did he put, did um, our doctor put that to you? Because I remember thinking, where did this question come from? They sent us information right back in the early days and we just kind of skimmed over it. We didn't really, well, I just skimmed over it. (laughs) Another one of those things where you just expect Hayley to read. Well, yes. Well, no, we were given so much information. I don't know. So many booklets. So many booklets. And 
I guess I started like doing a little bit of research and it was, there was all this stuff about, you know. If embryo testing. And embryo testing. Yeah. So hypothetically if we got four embryos and then we got them all tested and say only one was via, like was not anything wrong with it, then we'd be better off being putting that one in because obviously the others, if they, there was something genetically wrong with them, then they would probably most likely miscarry. Mm. But then I heard stories from friends who got told that, you know, that sometimes those tests go wrong. So imagine – and imagine if you got them all your all your embryos tested and they were all came back that there was something genetically wrong with them. Like imagine how devastating that would be. So, I mean, there were so many thoughts running through our head. Well, in particular my head, I guess. There was a lot going Just through Just adding head. it to the many thoughts circling <laughs> around and the – Lots yeah. of things. But I ended up um, – this is one of the things that I find I will – like, I, I mean, I love reading th- through the, like, IVF support groups and just seeing what other journeys of people have gone on to help me better understand things that are possibly ahead of us and things like that. So this was kind of uh, – I thought, you know what, I'm just going to put it to the group and ask – and I just said, you know, what are your thoughts on genetic testing on embryos, pre-transfer? Would you or have you had it done? Is it worth it? Any advice? Much appreciated. This is just the best thing about this group. I love it. I had 49 comments on this. People of just – It's pretty amazing. It is just so awesome just to see everyone offer up that advice. And, I mean, at the end of it, like, I I mean, look, I was still confused. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, so should I or shouldn't I? I know. I was reading all their responses and it's just so – so many – so many pros, so many cons. So many pros, so many many cons. Like one lady had like – I think she said she had um, – she had six tested after six failed transfers. Only two came back normal. Um, she was glad that she had tested. Another person said, you know, we had 11 and they and had them tested, ended up with three. We did non-invasive testing, but it's worth considering. Um, you know, there's just so many people that – and then others, you know, were like, you know, it's too costly – because um, I think it's roughly about $700 per embryo. Oh, no, it's more than that. We Is got it? sent through because I actually asked our doctor about it whilst he was doing <laughs> – whilst I was on fentanyl. Oh, you asked and he was him. Doing, this yeah. is why you don't remember stuff because you're <laughs> – Well, yeah, I was – okay. So this, so it's only just coming back to me now. But it's all a bit hazy. But I definitely remember asking him about it. And he's like, oh, I, I've given you paperwork about that. But I'll get my – secretary to send you more info and when I looked at that info it was like over a thousand dollars per embryo yeah so it's not only something that you just decide because you know whether you want it or not it's like financially can we afford to well then the doctor was like you've got to wait and see how How many embryos you get yeah embryos you get so that was kind of the next step yeah so at this point you know it was a I think it was a day or a couple of days after that you get a call from the um, nurses to tell you how many embryos that you've managed to create with the donor sperm um, and we had created four embryos but one of them had pretty quickly not made it not made it and um, they said well you know we'll let you we'll just see how they grow over the next few days because I think it that we were doing a five-day transfer, so yeah. people can do, I think, three-day transfers. Everyone's different. But, um, yeah, so then the next day you get a call and that they actually told us at this point you can watch your embryos on this cool little app, which was the first time I've actually seen anything inside, you know, of what we've created, right? Yeah. It was actually really cool because I've not been in any of the well, appointments. Well, at, at that point we were down to two. Yeah, yeah, we were down, we're down yeah, so, so unfortunately yeah. the third one also did not make it. 
it was lit, to be fair, it was lit. She did say it was kind of limping over the line. I was like, so in other words, you're telling me that the third one's just not going to make it. So we've only got two embryos currently. Yeah, but I was just, I was just saying it was really cool to see, um, like, yeah, yeah, the third, so the embryo number, so we've got four embryos, one's died off. Second one's died off. Second one's died off. So and now, now we can see two. the two. Yeah. So, and then we can see the two on this little app thing. And I just thought it was so cool to see these two little things that we've created, which are essentially very microscopic humans. Um, but considering I haven't been in any of the appointments, it was kind of cool just to check it out on, on the app. And they like show you like, a 15 second clip of them growing and I just thought that was so cool. And yeah, and they were like they were both looking really good. Yeah. So we started to think like we're like maybe we should like put, put both in. Both in. <laughs> well, I sort of spoke Which to we are not scientists by any means. Yeah. So we were like, yeah, let's just put both <laughs> no, in. No, twice the chance. Well, I'd been talking Double the chance of falling pregnant. I was talking to people about it and my sister had had two put in on two separate occasions and on one of those occasions she got her little girl Annabelle so she was like yeah just get them to put both in and I don't know it just we were just like and I'd seen a psychic that was telling me I was gonna have like two kids potentially twins so I was like mm, all right should we just have a crack Not like, whatever in one let's <laughs> let's do it so we kind of got a little bit carried away and just went yep let's do this all right two yep um so yeah at that point we're like okay well you know we'll see what happens and we were just um and then we were told that we were, well, what day we, had, we were planning to have them put in? I think it was a, I think it was a Saturday we were having them put in, yeah. wasn't it? So, yeah. um, and at that point they said we can't really tell you any more information until we see you in person. So, which is the day of the transfer. So we were like, great, we've pretty much got two embryos to work with here. This is yeah. awesome. I was feeling really good. It was. It, you were really confident and and just. Um, I feel I like my mindset was like a lot more positive than last round. I think 100%. as well. I think having two helps helped a lot. Like yeah. having that backup, I don't know, it just lessened the pressure somewhat of only having one, I yes. guess. I mean, it also helped that like you'd seen a psychic three days ago and it was like, oh yeah, you are going to have a child. Yeah. I was like, this <laughs> lady's <laughs> great. <laughs> I saw a psychic and she's like, something amazing is going to happen to you in a couple of weeks and you're going to have a baby boy and then a baby girl and the baby boy is going to be your spitting image blah 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 blah. and I was just like oh my god this is you're amazing. basically like I'm pregnant I was like okay job done I'm happy great forget the embryo I'm already pregnant <laughs> and then and as well I think you know I was really taking into account what the kinesiologist had said about me being really pessimistic towards this whole process and so I was just trying to, I guess, be slightly more vulnerable in the situation of allowing myself to get a little bit excited, feel really happy about it because I guess prior to that I was just like just not allowing myself to feel any kind of real positivity towards it just in case it didn't work, which evidently last round didn't work. So, you know, I think it was just me yeah. protecting myself. But you were doing great though. I was – I mean, look – I'm kind of, I don't know whether it was I could have, you could have paid me three hundred and fifty dollars and I could have told you that you're going to have a baby boy but you know whatever works it is just one of those things it's yeah. whatever works whatever yeah. it helps you get into the good mindset yeah well we're going to wrap it up this episode the next episode we're going to talk about our embryo transfer and whether did we, we 
Did we? Did we do the two embryos? Did we do the one? Did we do Am none? Am I going to have twins? <laughs> Are we going to have twins? Are we going to have quadruplets? <laughs> Stay tuned. And round two of the two-week wait. Oh, oh the two-week two wait. wait. And the funny things that happen during the two-week wait. And Haley doing not. things that no one in their right mind would ever want to do. And it was not my fault. Oh, disgusting, well, <laughs> We'll talk about all of that on the next step. Stay tuned, like, subscribe and all the rest. Thanks for listening, guys.